You're listening to Bangkok Strange. What's going on, everyone? We are back with another episode of Bangkok Strange for you. I'm your host, Dana. Been living in Thailand six years. I'm an expat out here. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host. I'm Woody. Studied overseas. I'm Thai, and I'm back living Thailand once again. Born and bred in the oil fields. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cultured and hardened and calloused. <laughs> my man. Uh-huh. All right, guys. And as always, we are brought to you by our good friends over at Ash Kickers Brisket and Bourbon, Ekamai Soy 12. Go check them out. Winging it Wednesday, 349 bot, all-you-can-eat wings. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they got oysters on special, limited supply, so make sure you get in there quick if you want to uh, have that. Flew from where? The oysters? Ireland. Man, yeah. cold waters must yeah. be fresh. Very good stuff. Yeah, flying them in fresh. I was there the other day when they popped in, come in the, the little uh, styrofoam ice case. Oh, legit. Fresh, live oysters look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, our last episode, guys, we talked about the seasteading, and we were talking about the whole crypto background to that, and that got us thinking about financial stuff in Thailand. And right now, uh, 4X3D is this big scandal going on. Remember I told you, Dana, yeah. that I am a, a crypto expert? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. See it as a quick rich, what? get rich, quick scam, yes. and this is what happened. And, exactly and that's exactly what, that is exactly what 4X3D was, a get rich, quick scam. Yes. Woody, fill us in on the background, because a lot of this news was in Thai only, so you have the insights. Oh, yeah. Here. What's up? It was deep. But here's the thing, right? When I first saw like um, the, the the founders that were in question and the, the laws uh, like on their tails and they're 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 arrested, right? Yeah. It began with the the founder of the company getting arrested on the plane by Thai commandos. If you got commandos on your ass, Thai they, commandos. Yes, sir. I mean, you're you're thinking you're thinking about just grabbing Escobar off a plane or something like yeah, that, yeah. you know, or El Chapo is like that magnitude. Right, we're talking about what over twenty billion baht stolen. Yes, in this scam. Exactly. But uh, as I, I looked through it, um, it was it was a it was a tragedy and an inspirational story in the same sense. You know, yeah. it was a contradiction of, of thought, a aporia, I, I could say. It begins with uh, this kid. He's a genius, right? But he l- happens to live in the hill tribes of northern Thailand. I've been there. Very yeah. rural. And uh, But this kid has a phenomenal memory. Yeah. And uh, he has great computer skills without having a computer. We're talking about the founder of this company, yeah. right? And he, he was a, a visionary. He saw that if you want to thrive in this society in Thailand, you have to look good. Mm. So, like, by the a couple of age, about in his uh, early 20s, he had undergone 17 surgeries to make himself look handsome. So, so he wants to look like me. Yeah. Because remember, <laughs> he said that if he wanted to be rich, he will never work for someone because you work for someone, you will never get rich. Nope. Never. But you need investors. So, you know what? He tried to sell his face first. Well, guess what? He finally found his sugar daddy. Really? Slash sugar, sugar mama. Okay. This, uh, this first uh, investor or uh, his sponsor was uh, a, a transgender, right? Okay. And this transgender, she, uh, he's a she, he's a she. Oh my, let, let, let's say she, okay? Let, let's pick a sex here. Born a man, living as a woman. Yes. Okay. She is, um, she's gullible to handsome guys. Okay. So uh, she started sponsoring him and uh, he said that, you know what? His first gig was um, there was uh, a, a ton of, of of gold seized by uh, some military guy he knows, mm-hmm. and that uh, 
uh, he needs like a t- uh, two million baht to to, uh, to get it out and uh, turn that investment in, in, into uh, into cash. Mm. Um, the sugar mama didn't believe him, but wanted to try if this kid was real or not. She sponsored him, and guess what? He was able to speculate on that and turn money into it. And after that, uh, he started like you know, when we, if you were like a con artist, you you start to to move to greener pastures and try to find out you know more more people who can get you connected and yep. get her more cash. So it, uh, before he began moving to crypto and, and forex, right, he started having this kind of Ponzi scheme, you know, money uh, loaning scheme. And uh, but he was very famous in the nightclubs, the the bar girls, the the massage girls, the how do you call it, the cocktail lounge girls. Yep. They are in the gray economy. Remember, they can make a lot of money and they don't have to pay tax. Yeah. He sold a dream to them, right? And they started investing into it. And then, you know what? He was able to make a return. It's like, you know what? You invest in me, in my scheme, in my show. I can turn your investments into blah, blah, blah. The first adopters, they went out rich because mm. once they got their initial investment plus some uh, profit, they got out. But mm. as... As you know, Ponzi schemes, once the snow, one it snowballs, right, it gets bigger. It becomes a machine and it becomes more hungrier and hungrier. Mm. So he started like um, diversifying, getting, getting like good looking, famous people, actors to take photos of him, put it on IG. He even got half his own sales team that look handsome kid guys, you know. Mm. He got like a white dude to do it too and he got like the Thai uh, bar guys to do it too man you know what and getting customers maybe there were sexual favors behind it they had to be right you know? one or two yeah but in the end a blowjob hair yes. hand job there yeah. it was going well and he he, he, he took photos of, of him and uh, his crew like with sports cars overseas trip yeah but don't forget that's not money. That is not his money. It's no. the people that he robbed, so-called, like, you no, know, stole it from. And so this was a straight Ponzi scheme. It was. And then he, he, he made oh, a company, Forex 3D, right? Yeah. And then one per- famous person came out and said, God damn, you know what? I've been investing for a whole year now, and I haven't got this money back. And after that, once the per- first person pops the lid, yeah. the rest followed. So who's the first person that called it out? It was, um, it was a celebrity. Okay. That was in question. The, the beauty of how strange Bangkok and strange Thailand is that despite that we're an uh, unspoken, uh, uh, I call it polite uh, culturally, but when things are, when people cross the line yeah. to the final threshold, someone will speak up. And it takes courage to do that. Once you open up, the rest will follow. And that's when the investigation started and that's when the commandos came. So the first domino falls, some celebrity says, hey, I invested, I haven't seen anything back, this dude's over in sports cars uh-huh. in the US. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, and so they, there's a whole team behind Forex 3D though. Oh man, yeah, exactly. So who, who's the team? Well, we got we got the Hill Tribe guy. What's got, his name? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember, but uh, you, you can search it out. Like I said, we won't be mentioning names here. <laughs> <laughs> right, but... um. A bunch of, 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 of pretty boys, you know, yeah. some some DJ. Remember, the Ponzi scheme for this particular company works on selling the looks of the good-looking individuals. Yeah. And maybe sex, sex has to be involved in it because you're talking about siphoning like 2 to 10 million baht each per yeah. client. You think about that, you know. And we're talking 20 billion baht plus Ooh. plus. The plot thickens. Yeah. So, okay, so who's the team? Tell me about the team. There's actually a forum. Uh, one is his accountant. Yeah. He knows everything. 
uh, his his sole investor, his uh, sugar mama, is part of it too. The and, lady boy. Yeah, and and a, a couple of, of ladies that were he befriended, and uh, after they saw the returns, like I said, greed will blind your face, right? Blind your eyes, and the uh, two, two ladies said, "Hey, you know what? I'm all in." All in, baby. Yep. That's you know it's crazy too because Thailand loves these sort of like multi-level marketing Ponzi scheme bullshit things. And people don't learn. That's the strange thing about it. And I to this day there's still people like I know Thai people who think Amway is like the greatest business model ever made. Like if you own Amway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not for you, homie. <laughs> yeah, with the five billion uh, villa in like Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. the CEO. Uh-huh. And then one of the there's a, the girl who I know from Thomasat. She keeps uh, hitting me up like, oh, I'm in this like a uh, gourmet coffee company. Um, do you want to join and be like one of my uh, salespeople? I'm like, stop calling me. Oh, yeah, and and you see. Despite the fact that we began this uh, this episode um, on Forex T3D, right? But the, the heart of this episode is about why ties are so gullible to things that are too good to be true, too. Well, I mean, every, I mean, it's not that's not a tie specific thing, it's, it's right? It's a human thing, right? It's a human yeah. thing, right? Uh, I think it, it's unfortunate that Thailand has sort of gotten obsessed with the, this sort of. This sex sells show, like, uh-huh. oh, I'm so rich, look at me, here's all my cash, here's it's my fake. cars. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I give you a hard time all the time. I say you're, you're balling out because you drive the Camry. Oh, man. Right? And you're like, man, my mom just needs a comfortable place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? We went to the uh, the truck showroom and uh, I know you sedan. wanted a truck so bad, yeah, I right? I know. Put stuff in it, like <laughs> plywood and stuff. Yeah. You, you're like, I don't, even ha- I don't even work in construction. I just want a truck. I know. It's like. Reminds me of home. <laughs> everybody back back the, in the south. Yeah, everybody got a truck there. You know? No, but like here, like there are people who are like, oh, you drive a Camry or you're so poor. Oh, like this is an expensive car here. No, because they they benchmark themselves with what with Porsches and Mercedes. Yeah, and Lexus. Are you are it, you kidding me? And people need to understand, like cars here are double the price of the U.S. Exactly. Right. It's import tax is crazy. A Camry is actually it's very expensive here, but not compared to like Mercedes or. Like in the U.S., like a a Camry and a Mercedes are kind of on par price wise. How, how much would uh, a Camry cost in the U.S.? Well, I think you could probably get one around a million baht, like thirty thousand okay. U.S. dollars. Yeah. Yeah, but Thailand, yeah, you double that price, and like. Yeah. Wow. So, and then you look at like the Mercedes and like all that. They're they're crazy expensive here. So, like, but people really put status. They put a lot of value on the status of those things. Material things. Yeah. That's why Ponzi schemes are such a phenomenon. That, that's why things like uh, like multi-level marketing scams, oh, like yeah. all these companies, they work so well here. Because yeah. how many, like, and this is the thing now. I unfollow anyone on Facebook who posts a photo with their cash or their gold from, like, oh. I made this this week. I'm like, no, you didn't. That's not even your money. Yeah. Like, dude, I saw you the other day, like, and you were broke. Come on. Hey, you know what? You bring that up, right? The one thing that I... I, I love it when, when it busts these people because I do believe that people who are into this kind of business is doing society harm. Yep. It's, it's uh, inception of, of dreams that are unattainable and uh, it's poisonous to the minds of, of, of people in society. Yeah. And if I, if I was like the, the, the hand of the law, I'll do something about it. Here's the thing. I mean, so the, with obviously with the forex, they did right. The yeah. commandos came oh, of down. Of course, man. Right. Well, well got to be some of the people in the government that was part of it too, and got their 
got robbed and scammed. So, so tell me about the commandos. Tell me more about the commandos, Woody. He, uh, well, anyway, um, from what I heard, like he made it through the the the, the gate. Uh, was sitting on his seat. And so he was trying to leave Thailand. Oh yes, it was hot. And then the the commandos, the Thai polite way, said that please get off your seat. And do, when when you say like you know he's like a pretty boy, I don't think he's gonna fight it out with the yeah. commandos, right? He, he, he got off and man and when the, the media got news it blew up in society and everybody was talking it about dominated it. social media and the news for days because the team were so good looking <laughs> yeah, so like if you like if you're ugly and you break the law it happens means, you know yeah. what I mean? yeah, it's like every it's not strange about that yeah. but hey, good looking oh my god the girls were like salivating on this guy <laughs> you, said, you said homeboy had 20 he said 17 surgeries yeah sir, but he's in his early 30s but he had surgery before he was even 20 like what what did, what did he have done nose job eye job chin job chin job yeah you know you, you cut like you know the, the the jaw the jaw size so that you won't get because it's like the beauty standards for a handsome man here is not being handsome it's being beautiful yeah you know what I mean yeah Thai guy I mean you're like a you're like a masculine Thai you're like a masculine dude in general yeah right Thai guys not so much I know it's, well not in Bangkok anyway it's like like if like if you had Brad Pitt for instance right because why is Brad Pitt handsome because he got like you know the, the rugged jaw yeah. as masculine but you ha- had that kind of standard here in Thailand no he's a little bit too manly but if you if you made it yourself like the Korean like boy band like now that's the pretty standard for you yeah if you look like a K-pop female star exactly. and you're a dude yeah yeah and now Thai guys wear makeup now oh, oh my god that, that's shocking I'm off the news on that one I, I saw <laughs> there was a place in the mall the other day and they had a thing like uh makeup for men it was like eyeliner and, and foundation i was like the fuck is this <laughs> you see western standard no, not, standard not, not just that this is a hot fucking country <laughs> you know you want to put shit on that you're going to sweat off well you have to look remember sex sales dude but here's the other thing like ties have the best complexions in the world your skin is so perfect for the most part well, any beauty standards from like you know yeah in the eyes of the beholder damn right you know, one of the things I, I found interesting about this whole story, though, is I, I talked to a few other people about this and uh, people who were like really interested. Now, like Forex is a big trending thing right now <laughs> and uh, people don't know what Forex is. I, I've asked people like, oh, so what's Forex? Because someone told me like, oh, you know, Forex is so big right now in Thailand. People are making so much money. I was like, well, what's Forex? Well, I don't know. It's investing. You see, Ponzi scheme, speculation. I mean, Forex is a real oh. thing. Foreign, uh, foreign currency exchange is a real thing. People do make money doing that. Yeah. Um, but if you can't articulate what it is in English or in Thai, <laughs> you know, you can't you can't go and tell me like, oh yeah, this is uh, this is what this is, you know, or this is uh, this is how it's going to be. I'm going to make so much money from it, but you don't know what it's actually doing. Like, what are you putting your money into? That's why, like, the investors, like the common folk, yeah. they say, so what's the bottom line? When and how many percent or how many times will I get my investment? That's all they care for. Yeah. They don't care if yeah, it's Forex the, or also this, real estate. The, they they were promising, what, 93% return on investment? Oh, my God. I think if, actually more. <laughs> if someone promised me, nine, if one, if someone guarantees me a return on investment, I know that you are lying right off the bat. If you say I guarantee, even if you tell me I guarantee you one percent return on investment, that is a lie. Now you put money in a savings account, you're guaranteed interest, Mm -hmm. right? But that's something that they're they're contractually giving you. Yeah. 
But if I invest in even an index fund, I can lose money on that. There's no guarantee I'm going to beat the market. Exactly. So if you tell me you guarantee, like I see so many of these real estate people, like, oh, guarantee 7% return year over year on your real estate investment. You cannot guarantee. If someone guarantees you return on investment, they are lying to you. Plain and simple. Sublime crisis. Remember uh, yeah. now. If Hammer someone crisis. Remember if someone uh-huh. if someone guarantees you ninety percent plus return, just punch them in the face. Your eyes go bewildered because, you know what, Dana, I will I will stand differently from you on that stand. You may punch that guy, right? But but for me, I won't. I'll ask him first. How long has this scheme been going? Yeah. Right? If say like you're like the early adopters, I'll jump in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But say like you know what? what we're we're stable. We've been doing it for two or three years now. That's when I call Dana. You punch this mofo. <laughs> <laughs> you can punch him yourself, Woody. Yeah. I give you permission. But if like if on like the early adopters, they always get rich. Like in well, any scheme. Sometimes, so not not always. I mean, the founders do, right? Yeah. They're, they're not necessarily motivated to give anyone else money. Only the founders and the. The early and their close cohorts, believers, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's interesting, but the fact that people still buy into this reality of of crazy returns, investments, it, it, it is sad. But it happens. It's not a tie thing. It happens the world over. I know, but here's the thing: if you know, greed is a uh, a human thing, right? Indeed, it, it, it is. It happens, and people remember if if the if the sublime crisis happened in the U.S. again. It won't happen again because people learn from it. But in Thailand... No, no, people don't learn. Yeah, but, but it's, a, it's a cycle, right? Yeah. Like in 10 years, it will happen again. But here's the thing in Thailand. People never learn. Forest may be today, tomorrow, another scheme pops up. Like, God damn, don't you ever read the news and learn from it. It's the same stereotype. So tomorrow, it's going to be Forex 40. Yeah, and like, okay, it's the same thing. Well, guess what? I was greedy. Oh, shame on you, poo-hoo, you know? But it, it blows me away like 20 billion baht. Exactly. Almost a billion dollars in theft. Ah, you, you know what? When you said that, right, here's the interesting thing. Many people know that in the end, crime doesn't pay. They know. No, the, crime pays. Yeah, it pays. But, they, <laughs> but here's the thing. They know that eventually they'll get caught, right? And then they're willing to get caught. But Bernie got caught. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing. If you get caught, you may get slammed in jail for like um, the court say ten years, but you're released in five for good behavior. Yeah, and you have twenty billion waiting for you. But with the Thai shaft mentality, you may have twenty billion waiting for you. But I got a one dollar bullet waiting for you outside yeah. the, the prison cell as well. I'll tell you what: if you stole a substantial fund of money from me and you go to jail, I will spend even more money to make sure that you get. Raped prayer for prayer before dawn style. Now you really like day. that movie, don't you? Every single time, Dana, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to prison rape, it has to be prayer before dawn. Yeah, before prayer before what dawn. What happens to American history X or something? That that was that was my go-to for prison rape for years and years. Uh-huh. But prayer before dawn we just beat like all the competition, huh? <laughs> and, and those guys were taking turns in prayer before oh, dawn. Yeah. Now, don't get me. I I, I want to say I think the American History X prison rape scene was more cinematic, uh-huh. right? The way they showed it, Edward Norton's face uh-huh. against the wall. But in Prayer Before Dawn, it was just raw. I know, with all the tattoos, yeah. and all the bad men. Right? Okay. Dude, just lining up, taking turns. <laughs> that kid wakes up and he's like, "What the?" Took it up the notch. <laughs> so, no. So if if you stole money from me, and I, I would find other people you did the same to, and we'd pool our resources, and I would make sure you get Prayer Before Dawn every day in prison. You know what? You do that because maybe that is like um, the Western mentality to get the punish to enforce the punishment in prison. 
Oh, and then I'd still have that $1 bullet waiting okay, for okay. you. Okay, okay. No, you're, you're worse than the ties. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to suffer oh. before I kill you. Yeah, well, no, we're, we're a compassionate uh, culture. And, yeah, uh, are you now? We, we, won't, we won't do anything in, in, in prison, but once we're out, we'll, we'll make sure. We call it the term uh, chicken bill. What do you call it? Check bin. Check, oh, check bin. Check bin. Check bin or yeah. just, just call the check, you know, like we, we call uh, wrap up loose ends. Yeah. yeah. Indeed, indeed. Well, <laughs> I think we'll leave it on that uh, check bin. Yeah, because like, you know what? I have so much to say, but when you said prayer before dawn, oh my God, you, you brought up some really, really sordid pictures in my mind and so I have nothing else to say. They're, they're all in prison now, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, uh, there's some of them are... are in during the, the time because money talks, you know, yeah. during the process, due process of, of justice right now. Now, so the ladyboy backer yeah. will go to men's prison as well, well right? It's not like heaven on earth was here. <laughs> no, so, but going back to prayer before dawn, then you can still get, they, they allow the little hanky panky to go on between the lady boys and the prisoners, right? But I, I think like uh, Thailand and like in the, the West too, they, they segregate the, the homosexuals and, uh, the normal population. Not, not according to Prayer Before Dawn. Well, we know what the movies, they dramatize everything, you know? I don't know. Can't man. be that bad, can, can it? I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. Raw Dog and Lady Boys. Let me get back to prison again. I'll, I, you know, I'll confirm that with yeah, you. Yeah, so, so when you were you were just in prison, right? Did you Were there any rape going on? <laughs> no, I, I was like, they were like, it felt like home. Just kidding, people here. It's, it's a joke between me and Dana. It don't is don't get wrong that I'm a convict or criminal here. But, um, uh, he is, but he's never been caught. <laughs> Shh. No, look, you said if you want to go in a, if you, crime doesn't pay, you'll get caught unless you're a politician. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Um, here's another good topic for our discussion about uh, the favor system in, in Thailand. At, despite the fact that uh, you may be a powerful a politician or a rich businessman, once you, you ask, once you pick up that phone call, Dana, it means you have signed a contract with the devil. It means that once the person who's helping you is giving you a favor, mm. that kind of favor can never be repaid. Or can it? Until yeah. next time. Until right? next time. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, yeah. I'm Dana. And I'm Woody. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Ash Kickers Brisket and Bourbon, Ekamai, Soy 12, Winging It Wednesdays, 349 baht, all-you-can-eat wings, smoked chicken wings. And we will see you later. Over and out.